You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa! What up, me gente? This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today, folks... We're in for it. I mean, these guys were trending on Twitter. Oh, my God. With the amazing project that is Frankenstein, the Unconquered. Yes, we have this creative duo, this creative writing team. They're monsters in this. Let me tell you, reading this book, it was a like poetry. Let me introduce the dynamic duo that is the one, the only, Mr. Wells Thompson and Dalton K. Shannon gentlemen. Right. I, I have never gotten a more inter- energetic introduction in my life. Thank you, Al. Oh, I feel <laughs> like a, a pro wrestler right now. Like I'm going to have to hit you with a chair, Wells. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, did we did we lose Al? I think Al, for, I think Al froze. Okay, it's our guys. podcast now, guys. All right. All right, we're taking over the podcast. Um so, uh, Wells, how, how has your day been today? Oh, I've been great. I've mm-hmm. been fantastic. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's great. This is oh. this is basically my Sunday, so I'm just oh, well, enjoying life right now. Mm. Woke up to uh, a beautiful site. Frankenstein's 50% funded. 50% already. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is fastest we've, we've hit so far, right? Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. For sure. No doubt. No doubt. The excitement around this book is, is so... Uh, is so infectious and energetic. I'm so honest. infectious it crashes podcast streams. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> Frankenstein conquers all, guys. So uh, if you want to see us get funded in 72 <laughs> hours, you go hit uh, the doobly-doo. And, uh, Link in the doobly-doo. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get you some bookmarks. We have some really cool bookmarks, guys. Trust me. Yep. We haven't made them yet, but they are going to be great. Oh, they're great. <laughs> From what from what we've talked about, they'll be from you know, what we is in our imagination right now. Mm-hmm. They are going to be yeah. fantastic. Pure leather, almost human skin texture, just like, <laughs> just, just like Frank would have wanted. You know, I'm sure Frank marks his books with jerky. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I miss Al. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of worried about him. Uh, he'll he'll come back. I believe. I, I believe, and I know you guys believe. I, I have. We faith. just all have to believe together hard enough, and eventually he'll come back. Do, are we able to see if anybody's actually watching right now? If um, anybody's watching, all, please. All I can comments. see, all I can see are comments. I can't see numbers. Uh, <laughs> let me look at the. Uh, so uh, yeah, nobody's uh, showed up at the comments just yet. Okay, so I guess we're just spitballing right now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Mike. I'm, I'm I'm here for it. He's back. He's back. Isn't it, isn't it fun when technology wants to shit on you? Oh yeah, yeah it, it always you go breaks. on. It's it always, always breaks the, as soon yeah. as you need it to to, to be solid. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> literally, I, I I give you this intro, and, and internet says it was too much energy for the internet, and it had Overloading to crash. System. Well, Al, welcome yeah, yeah, to go. Comic Crusaders, where uh, we talk about comics and comic creators. Uh, we're glad to have you. <laughs> from all walks of life. It's, yeah, it's great to have you, Al. This is our podcast. Hey, <laughs> you know, shit. These guys took over as soon as I was gone. My gosh. We conquered. Anyway, folks. Cheers. Yeah, you talk about, right? It was that, uh, uh, Dalton and Wells, on unco- the Unconquered here. Holy yeah. shit. So, 
So guys, thank you for uh, uh, hanging out with me today. And apologies for that technical flub and, and, and folks as well. Apologies. You know, that's all I was trying to do was switch the screens around and, and it was yeah. too much of the internet <laughs> to handle. All right. So let, let, let's get into this real quick because you know how we love our origin stories here at Comic mm -hmm. So I'll start with Mr. Wells Thompson. I hope you're doing well, sir. Uh, let I'm us done. know. Uh, <laughs> he goes not again now shut up not the first right. not the first time i've heard that <laughs> <laughs> so tell us your origin story where you grew up at where you at now and what was your first taste of fandom uh well i saw my share my parents gunned down in an alley when i was eight years old. wait no that's batman uh i i i was born and raised in a place called little rock uh arkansas capital city okay. uh which it's uh a, a small city uh, in the middle of nowhere, essentially. Uh, but that that if you tell people, oh, I'm from Little Rock, and they give you a confused look, and you go, it, Bill Clinton. And they go, oh, oh, yeah, I know where he's from. Uh, yeah, you see, I, I thought Bill Clinton, and then I thought what happened with Bill Clinton immediately. So I said, oh, it's the state <laughs> where you could get head at. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Little Rock's good for that. No, it's good for a lot of other things, too. But... <laughs> hey, no, but, uh, so yeah, long I, as your I, rock is not little, anyway. I, I grew up in a uh, sort of small city, uh, Little Rock, uh, where there was not a lot to do besides, you know, read comics, watch cartoons, read books, uh, watch movies, and and generally, you know, get up to, to shenanigans. I was never very good at the shenanigans, not, but I was really good that's at That's not like stuff. a good time to me, bro. That's not like a good <laughs> time to me, but hey, that's me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I made a, a good uh, 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 time of it, but... Yeah, no. Uh, so grew up in the South, uh, kind of in a in a quiet area and uh, just kind of made, uh, I think, my first taste of fandom. That's a really big question. Uh, probably uh -oh. it was like, huh. I'm trying to think like the first big thing. It was probably like Batman, Be uh, Batman Beyond, I think, was the first okay. time that I was like really into a show. That was like i need to know everything about this i need to you know and then that led to going you know catching uh the what do you, the, the animated series reruns and static shock and that kind of like crop of 2000s uh uh or like you know 90s and 2000s animated uh superhero shows and that was really where like i that got my first stuff. taste of it yeah no mm -hmm. it was great stuff um and then and comics came at like themselves actually came a little bit later uh my first exposure oddly enough was watchmen in in high school uh me <laughs> you're the second that. person <laughs> you are the second Which is person like... that says this is my first yeah. book i'm like this is too this is too much to be your first it book. really is yeah no it's it's like you know it's like getting being a film buff and the first thing you watch is like uh the holy mountain or something like that something that's just so like dense you couldn't appreciate it uh but but the book is so entertaining it kind of transcends that and even if you don't know a lot about like superhero like silver age superhero comics which is what it's sort of immortalizing and making fun of at the same time it's still yeah. such a good book it's, it's hard not to love it uh and then that de developed into a love of uh indie comics with like scott pilgrim and, and brian lee o'malley stuff oh, nice. and uh and yeah eventually uh, we, we could talk a little bit more about that later on but but yeah no i basically uh that that was how it all started for me wonderful but are you mr dalton k shannon what's the k uh, for uh keith my middle name okay. yeah okay. <laughs> 
You can tell I'm a Southern boy. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, I actually uh, gunned down Wells's parents in an alley. Oh no, <laughs> that was you. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, so I grew up in a suburb of Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, Cabot, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, had about as many things to do as, as Wells said. Um, I uh, just played video games and read comics all my life. Um, yeah, ever since I was like. So you telling me you came out the womb with a comic book? Essentially, Eight, more or yeah. less, yeah, more or less, yeah. No, so like, stop I, crying, I, read this. Yeah, I, uh, I discovered like Batman the Animated Series and Spider Man and X Men on television when I was like probably five, uh, and then when I was eight, I discovered a Spider Man comic book with like a very striking John Romita Jr. cover, and I was like, oh there's more Spider-Man. I don't have to just watch it on TV. And then I was hooked ever since from, from right there. Um, but my first taste of fandom was probably when my parents actually took me to my first comic shop. It was like oh, maybe, nice. it was like maybe a year after I got really into comics and uh, I had just been buying them off of the, the spinner rack at my lo local grocer. And, uh, which I'm convinced was the last time anyone ever actually did that because they were pretty much dead by 2000 anyway. My brother, uh, you are one of these people that keep telling me you used to go to the grocery store and buy comics. I am from New York. Never once did I buy a comic book from a grocery store because they never had a spinner rack. So I am so perplexed by that. I'm like, huh? That's that's <laughs> wild because like you wouldn't think in the middle of, of bomb hell arkansas that uh you'd be able to find a spinner rack with a spider-man comic on it but that's... i think we're just like 10 to 15 years behind everybody else in general yeah, i guess so, oh wait oh you so you guys are still on aol okay that's what happened yeah. before folks <laughs> yeah that's, that's it yeah uh but so i was just buying them off a of spinner rack and then my parents took me to uh a comic shop in north little rock uh which is great it's not there anymore sadly but it was like a retrofitted mcdonald's so like it still had <laughs> the drive-through window there and it was like oh. nothing about mcdonald's was still there but it was the shell of a mcdonald's turned into a comic shop and i was like my dude this... <laughs> they had the idea of a drive-through pickup on wednesdays and uh -huh. they didn't think about it right <laughs> mm, uh, rookie mistake but uh so I entered into a comic shop. I was like, they make these? And like, <laughs> I'm not the only person who reads these. And it was like my first experience of like, oh, there's a bigger world than the spinner rack in my bedroom and Spider-Man. Like there's <laughs> there's way more here. And uh, I've, I don't think I've missed a Wednesday since. Oh, wow. Uh, Wednesday warrior to the core. He's getting ready for tomorrow. That's why he's drinking so much liquid, folks. He's got to be the first one in line. Uh, All right. I mean, so. I, mean uh, look, I don't even know what's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Man, uh, if you want to know, just go look up what's what's on the shelf on Comic Crusaders, and you know what's coming out. Where you got to make that make it rain at your LCS. All right. So oh, it's anyway. more of that Judgment Day stuff. That's what it is. Avengers. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. That's well. Yeah, we have a we have greater stuff coming up in the world of indie, though. You know, we're going to get mm -hmm. into that in a little bit. But uh, okay, Mr. Wells. Now going back to you, talk to me. Were you a lone wolf, or did you have a tribe with it for your geekdom and, and as you were growing up? Oh, I was extremely lone wolf growing up. I did not have a lot of uh, what do you call it, friends? Uh, <laughs> what no, a friend! I, I what is that? It's a no, TV like, story, really, until, until like I had very few people that i hung out with or did or did stuff with it was mostly just a solo effort until like my senior year of high school 
before I had like a really cohesive like group of friends. It's weird that I turned out kind of as as uh, for lack of a better word normal as I did, because uh, like a lot like this sounds like the profile of a serial killer. Like he was very quiet and to himself, and he didn't have a lot of friends, and he uh, wrote weird stories about murder and stuff, <laughs> which I I uh, did as a kid. I, I wrote a lot of short stories that usually involve someone dying, uh, and no one called the cops on me, so that worked out. Uh, but no, no, I, I, it was, it was definitely a solo effort. Uh, the tribe came in, uh, later in college. I started to discover, oh, there's people who like some of the stuff that I do. And, uh, somebody and, likes and Watchmen more, other than me. All right. <laughs> and, and, and for the, then, especially in college, it was like, it was film, uh, that I was really, really into. So oh, wow. yeah, I found a group of people that I could just nerd out about films and we would go like, you know, every couple of weeks we would go out and see a couple, we would usually see like two or three movies at a time, just spend like all what? Saturday at a movie theater. Yeah. Please. It was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, uh, that the tribe came in later for sure. And now I have a lot of people that I, that I talk to about this. I mean, most of them online, but those relationships are very real and, uh, and and a lot of them wind up working on on the books that we're working on, so uh, oh. it's it's very kind of everyone helping everyone out. Mm -hmm. That's the world of indie folks. It's a beautiful I, thing. I love indie right? comics so much. It's such a fun community, and it's so it like uh, it's 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 a very we're all in this together kind of community. Mm -hmm. And coming from film and literature, where it's all very cutthroat and very like I got mine and competitive and and gatekeepy. Uh, not to say that that doesn't exist in comics, but like the indie comics community oh, seems to be a lot more tight knit. Than, yeah, yeah. And, the than... indie is much more open to mm -hmm. to just cross platform. You know, using a gaming term as opposed mm -hmm. to what big two fans are into. Like, no, it has to be this way. And that. yeah, like, get mm -hmm. over it. Unless you own the property, <laughs> shut the f up, bro. That's what I'm anyway. saying. <laughs> you know. So about you, Mister Shannon. Fuck. Uh. Let me know what's pop. Once, once I got to like a middle school and could even comprehend what a friend was, uh, it was it was off the comprehend. races. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, growing up, I mean, I said I grew up in a suburb of Little Rock, but what I really mean is I grew up in a little village of a suburb of Little Rock. So mm -hmm. like, I was even okay. more isolated than people I went to school with. Like, I had to drive twenty minutes just to get to school every day. So most of the time it was coming home after school and then I was just kind of either hanging out with my little brother or I was in my own little world. Uh, but then middle school hit and I found somebody just as weird as I was whose mother forced us to hang out because she wanted her son to have a friend. Logan's great, <laughs> by the way. And Logan, if you're watching this, yeah. excellent job. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then that's how I met my best friend was uh, through his mother. And uh, force friendship. Look at this. Yeah, Abusive and, parents. <laughs> yeah. And couldn't ask for a better friend. Uh, but ever since then, I've had a consistent friend group where we get to kind of share and, and nerd mm -hmm. out about things, uh, mostly like Wonderful. video games and anime and stuff. Uh, I never really had a community for comic books until I probably got out of college, honestly. Um, oh, wow. Nobody I knew was into comic books at all. Uh, they they just, they were more into the video games or film or whatever, which is cool. I like that stuff too. Uh, but I could never talk to anybody about what was happening in the latest issue of Green Lantern, really, because <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's just me. Uh, and then after college, I actually started working at a comic shop, and we had a bunch of regulars cool. who would come and just kind of sit and 
talk shop and I actually made a lot of really good friends while working there. And so now I have a nice fostered community of comics uh, and, and online as well. Not to the extent Wells has. I think uh, our the way we came up informs how we make friends online because I felt <laughs> fulfilled as a child. And, <laughs> and Wells is looking for validation online. So, you know, it all works out. <laughs> you know what? Is that going to be the next Kickstarter? How to make friends online? And informs <laughs> I mean, guys. Honestly, I could use that advice. I have no idea how to make friends online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging this. All right, so now <laughs> let me go back to well. That's 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 funny shit, bro. So going back to well. So let's talk about then. Here you are. You're, you're a kid in your town. You know, community is not that much, but you mm -hmm. you have some stuff going on. When did you start taking the creative stuff seriously? When was the spark that hit you that said, "I actually not just want to be a fan, but I want to create." Um. I, I think I first decided that I, I I'm, I'm sort of a, a headstrong, goal-oriented person, so I get something in my head and I don't stop. Uh, I think that I started at, like, in sixth grade, over, over the summer break, they made me read The Secret Garden, and I threw it across the room because I hated it so much. And I said, so you hated I can secrets. Do, I, I hated it, and I said, I can do better than this. Have you ever gone back to that book, Wells? No, no, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 like honestly, I'm sure that if I went back and read it, it would be fine. But I it, like my it would be. I love this thing. Whether I read it as a kid, not like. <clears throat> and there's lots of stuff that I've gone back to that, like in 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 school, when you're forced to read something, you don't appreciate it, and then and then you of realize course. only afterward, like oh, once you mature a little bit, you're like oh, this is actually really good. But uh, no, I. I I think I, I started writing then as like an act of sort of defiance in, in like I said, sixth grade. And then uh, in, I want to say it was like 10th grade, I had a literature teacher that really inspired me and I started taking it seriously. And from then on, like I, I think from then on, I've, I've been saying like, I want to be a writer. I'm going to be a writer. And like, that's oh, what I'm going to cool. do with my life. Uh, and so it's just kind of been a straight line. Like I've been, in a sense, very fortunate to know what I've wanted to do from a pretty young age and and kind of uh, stubbornly pursued it and, and had the ability to pursue it ever since. Um, comics came slightly later. Uh, actually, Dalton was the one who convinced me to, to start writing comics because before hey. then it was, just, it was literature know. and it was, it was screenplays, uh, but I never even considered like, okay, what if I did, did a comic book? Like it, it never crossed my mind for a second until i met dalton and he said or he was basically like hey we you know i have a cool idea what what if we worked on this mm, mm. and and well, we still and to be fair that idea we still have not published we still haven't made anything <laughs> <laughs> but soon, it, soon. it will happen like it will happen it's too good of an idea yeah. not to do but we're getting close to the bromance story guys. <laughs> getting close to it. but we need to know dalton's you know edge now as to when dalton got you know that creative spark going uh, it was when I killed his parents in the alley. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of right? Batman. I'm yeah, gonna make a yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I was I was eight. Eight years. The year 2000 was a very important year. I was eight, and that's when I discovered comic books and fell in love with comic books. Uh, but it was also the year I uh, discovered the novel series Captain Underpants by Dave Pilkey. Ooh. Uh, and the book centers on two eight-year-old boys who make their own comic books about a superhero. And I was like, 
hell, if, if they could do it, I can do that. That's, that's easy. And so I just started drawing my own books and stapling them together. And I, I, I've been doing that ever since. Like, there's no plan B. Comics is all I've ever wanted to do uh, since that moment. And uh, wow. I've, I've mostly uh, stuck to the writing chores because I uh, have very little discipline and can't force myself to get better at drawing. Um, <laughs> but uh, writing, writing's cake. So hey. uh, I, I've we have AI to... art now, so you might be able to be very descriptive and have. Yeah, it but I don't think I'm that immoral. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have some standards. Uh, you wouldn't know it looking at my business partners, but. Hey, bro. Well, <laughs> no. what have you been up to? <laughs> no, you know, I can't. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, comics are my life and it's all I've ever wanted awesome. to do. And I can't, I, I can't express just how grateful I am to actually get to do them. Not for a living just yet, but honestly, if I never did and I still just got to make comics, that would be enough. So it, I'm, I, I'm in a good place. You guys are writing like the next hot movie franchise right now, so you better stop that stuff. I'm manifesting for you. This is going to be like one of the hottest, and I love the term you use, action horror. Mm -hmm. Let me get comedy horror, comedy horror, comedy horror. Ain't not one motherfucker used the words action horror before. Yeah. I have well, not we, seen we, it before you guys, to be honest. So I was like, we, yeah. It's not like a... I don't I don't ever view Frankenstein as like a pure horror yeah. comic because it's like I don't think the intent is to really scare you mm -hmm. but it has those horror elements and it's 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 more oh. of the oh. sort of encroaching uh uh you know, grip your heart moment of like exactly how far he will go yeah. and how violent he will get and and how much he's will, like willing to screw people over to get what he wants. Yeah, it's uh, it's much bro. more Conan than Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You already gave me a sample. I mean, when I read what I read, <laughs> and, and you know, God forbid you ever aim a gun on this motherfucker. Apparently, Jesus, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yo, you don't want to do that. Not even Not aim, even. bro. Trust <laughs> me, you don't even want to aim that shit. <laughs> But before we get into this wonderful book that is Frankenstein, what's the story of the bromance? How you guys met? I'll let I either one of you start right here. <laughs> it was yeah. the alley. All right, <laughs> okay, so you saw his parents and he said thank you and gave you a hug. Yeah, and basically. Comic books. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, we met uh, in college. Uh, initially, we met through his wife, who was just his girlfriend at the time. Uh, okay. We me and her had had started hanging out and uh we we would get breakfast together every now and then because we had similar schedules uh and she introduced me to him and she was like this is my boyfriend he he makes comics and i was like gross and and then uh <laughs> but, but like you know we we nerd. sort of we sort of like we we had a mutual like yeah you're a cool guy like but we didn't really hang out or anything and then yeah. we started uh having classes together because we were both in creative writing classes in screenwriting classes and fiction classes and it became like really apparent that we were both uh really good at this i don't like i don't i don't say that to be arrogant just like there were clear indications that we were doing really well uh and not a cut above like everyone else in the class but like in sort of a different league than most people there uh and i remember i Dalton's heard me tell this story too many times, but <laughs> no, I, love, I love hearing it. My ego loves it. <laughs> so there I was see I, his head swelling. <laughs> there, there was a prompt where it was just like, okay, we're going to start with you know a list of prompts. Pick one, 
and uh, write for 40 minutes, and then we'll briefly share kind of what we wrote, just as an exercise to see what we could get on the page. And uh, I don't even remember what I wrote. Dalton I don't remember prompt, what you wrote either. But thanks. Dalton picked a prompt that was something to the effect of, like, uh, two people go on a blind date, and one of them has lied on their uh, on their internet dating profile. And uh, it becomes, like, very clear that the narrator who is who's on the, the date with this girl that he doesn't know, he's he's sort of fudged some details about his own uh, life story. But then, like, as it goes on, you also see signs and learn that the date is actually a velociraptor in a blonde wig. Oh, and shit. that was the funniest thing I've ever read. Like I, it it is hysterical, and I I remember laughing so hard. I thought like I have to keep this guy around. He's too funny not to like do something with, and uh, and that instinct turned out to be right. We we uh, we I think we we make each other's like we make each other better as as writers mm -hmm. as storytellers. Uh, so. Yeah, no. If if not for uh, if not for Mr. Doctor Vanderslice's uh, class, uh, <laughs> who knows? What a name, Vanderslice. Vanderslice. Oh, Mr. Doctor Vanderslice. Because there was a Mrs. Doctor Vanderslice as well. It's very important <laughs> to distinguish. So wait, wait. Well, we have to make that clear, though. We have to say Mr. Doctor, Mrs. Yeah. Doctor. Okay, yeah, they're both doctors because they're both Doctor Vanderslice. But you needed to differentiate, Mr. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, mm -hmm. Doctor V. Yes, like don't mistake mm -hmm. it for my story secret, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wepa. All right, so we're gonna start getting into into to this in a moment. But Dalton, to you, agree to everything he said on the story of the bromance. That he uh, missed any details. He, Dalton, uh, when did you decide to start putting up be, with me? Be, besides the <laughs> killing of the parents, was there any details you missed? Uh, no. I, um, working with Wells was like, to me, kind of an inevitability. Like, uh, we we got along great, and he had great writing chops. He, he wrote very, like, dense, uh, layered stories in college i remember and and dude dude didn't give a shit like he he read a story in front of god and everybody about a dude uh having sex and uh upon ah. orgasm kills the person he's having sex with just just in front of everybody i mean and, and by supernatural means he didn't do it but, on purpose sure but. sure sure yeah but like <laughs> and then he, then he pissed off people because of it and i was like hell yeah i need i need that's <laughs> that's dope and uh and when creative pursuits keep falling through and falling through and falling through, I noticed that Wells was like super consistent uh, and and super, like he said, goal oriented. And I was like, you know, maybe that's what I'm missing is is some sort of like rock to to really kind of like you know light a fire and keep me keep keep on course and uh, and you know. Uh, thankfully, I think the bromance has really worked out because of that. Like I, he he reminds me to uh, actually, you know, give a shit, and I remind him to smile every now and again, and and we like it. It it's been working out beautifully, and I wouldn't I wouldn't trade this relationship for for anything else. And if oh. you're listening, honey, I mean you too. Hey, <laughs> baby, don't don't forget the one that helped put it together. 
I mean, yeah, she's with. she she's fine, but she doesn't she doesn't make comic books. With the, the secret is that like I like Alexis more than Dalton. Don't tell anyone. That. I mean, hey! everybody does. Everybody <laughs> does. Listen, bro, I was married for a very long time, and I felt the same way. <laughs> like, yeah, I hear really because she's cool. Not for me. Get out of here, you bum. Yeah, I'm always at anyway. the bottom of everybody's most favorite list, but I stay on that list. <laughs> but it's on the I'm, list because I I, I, get, I make them laugh. And at least you're consistent. I'm consistent. <laughs> yeah. I still get invited to parties. Don't like the parody. Yo, don't you worry, because everybody's gonna love you. Because again, like I said, <laughs> this book was trending on Twitter today, mm-hmm. the day of this recording. Here I am prepping, and I'm like Frankenstein the Unconquered. Stop lying. And I click and I see all nothing but you guys' faces all over this. And I'm like, whoa, I'm with the coolest guys on Twitter today. Oh. And so you guys understand why. Check this awesome trailer out because we're about to talk oh, all God. things Frankenstein. Yo, check it out, folks. Mm. Lies are as abundant as sand in this arid wasteland. Lies and secrets. The eternal dunes coerce and manipulate all who step into this land. They offer a warm bed, a long to drink, that art, man. Race. The sky burns, the air dances before the eyes, and when the sweat can no longer drip, the hideous truth begins to that truth is seen in the harsh light of the desert lands, there can be no more hiding from it. Exposed, there are only two options. To internalize that truth and leave the sand stronger than before, or to wilt under the weight of it and let the sands consume you. The desert is nothing but the eternal lies of its savage sands and are those who carry the truth with them on their wretched backs and the beast has come to share it hey <laughs> <laughs> Holy there we go. smokes. <laughs> what a trailer. And then we get a, an eyeful of, of, of butt before we even end the trailer. Like, what? The, the bride is, is, is stacked. My God. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Frankenstein the Unconquered? Uh, he's the same Frankenstein as, as from Mary Shelley's uh, novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. Okay. Uh, so the prim- the idea is that at the end of uh, Shelley's novel, uh, he uh, goes out into the Arctic and, and uh, jives into the water and freezes. Uh, but... So he does his best Captain America impression. Apparently. Basically, yeah. Essentially, but then, yeah. then, like, Captain America doesn't quite kill him. He, uh, it, 500 years pass, the, the ice caps melt, and there's a bombed-out post-apocalyptic wasteland waiting for him that is broken and hideous and mutated and looks a lot more like he does. Uh, 
Frankenstein, uh, the, the monster, tries to kind of pick up and, and live the sort of uh, peaceful life he's always wanted, but uh, that doesn't work out. It's not quite in his nature, and he winds up uh, choosing violence. Uh, and that's sort of, that's where we pick up, is, uh, is choosing violence over and over again and getting revenge on those who have wronged, who he thinks have wronged him. But it's not through his choice that he's violent. I think it's just violent circumstances because I had the pleasure of reading this volume and I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you guys are out there, son. And this is such a great book. It was fun. It was captivating the words action and horror like, together. Because again, action, com I mean, horror comedy, horror comedy. Everybody wants to do a effing horror <laughs> comedy. But what I you guys have done here, Oh I think there's God. definitely like there there's horror comedy is valid I think horror and comedy have a lot Absolutely. in common and I love horror comedy but yeah this is I if there is an element of comedy in Frankenstein it's in being so over the top yeah. and and so extreme that it sort of becomes self parody that's the yeah. way Bro, I mean we saw it in the trailer <laughs> the scene with the wolf head I mean yes, what yeah. did that poor wolf do to him my god <laughs> And then Life again, like I said, don't aim a gun at this motherfucker. You do not <laughs> want to aim a gun at him. Just trust me on this shit. I mean, it is brutal. It is fun. And again, 500 years into the future. I mean, and then look at this beautiful art, folks. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Mary is a godsend. Oh, my God. Her, her art style is, is so ridiculously good. So talk about that, that, that bro sister <laughs> uh, how did that even happen? How did you get such an amazing artist on board to do this awesome book? Uh, <laughs> we got very lucky. Uh, yeah. we, we had actually worked with her on a previous project and we just we sort of found her on Instagram. Yeah, we uh, Descent into Dread. On Instagram? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, uh, wait, wait. You're one of the first ones that say Instagram because everybody says DeviantArt or I posted on some art forum. You telling me you found this person, this extremely talented person oh, on yeah. Instagram, and how the hell did you even post them? And they didn't even believe you when they said, yeah, I was um, Mary's gotta... Well, at the time, we really didn't know anything about anything yeah. uh, when it came to comics. We were, just, we were it was really our, our trial by fire trying to make this book happen. Uh, okay. not this book, the the uh, Descent the, to Dread the horror anthology. Yeah, yeah. oh, and wait so, a minute, wait, wait, had... wait, wait, we got to do something here really quickly. Yeah, so yeah, there's that. this is that's, that's story, that's from the story book. in the book. Yeah, um, and it's black and white, bro. I need this yes. in my life mm -hmm. right now. You can get it. You can get it through uh through the Kickstarter. Through the Kickstarter as but uh, Frankenstein is also involved yep. in the anthology. So that was our that was the first. Uh, is that his first appearance? Yeah. Oh, yeah, folks, folks, for you speculators out there. <laughs> So, what's the name of the book again? If they want Descent the first into appearance, dread. Descent yep. into Dread. You can get it as an add-on mm -hmm. in uh, in the Kickstarter. Uh, uh, is that a first print, or are you giving me a second print on that? Uh, I, just, I think the first. I mean, I believe they're printed. It's either the first or the second print. But yeah, they're they're printed on demand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, okay. uh, now this you're talking first appearances. That is the that, that is, is the very first appearance of Frank. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, really? Saw that again? Yeah. These so are that the, was, yeah, these started cool. out as like when very we uh, started, we did our own ash cans. Yep, do it yourself ash cans. So oh my I, god. Yeah, I drew all of this as you can tell. <laughs> yep. And we but, to, as as a stretch goal, we might include that in the yeah. 
in in like ship that out either digitally or physically depending on how successful yes you should bro yes but, you uh, should oh, ask can he said ask can that is so 90s my god oh, yeah. yeah no that we that was sort of how we stumbled upon on like getting our comics career started is we uh i i went to uh dragon con which is the best place on earth and uh i saw that there were all these like wonderful paintings and 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 comic books and i thought to myself you know if i could spend two bucks on every like artist's uh, thing just to get something just to get a little like you know nothing eight page story i totally would just to support everybody and uh i sort of approached uh, dalton with that we thought it was a good idea we didn't even realize we were just stumbling onto zine culture and, <laughs> and reinventing that in little rock but uh yeah no we uh we did that for a couple of years and we we built up an audience and and got this into dread made and we were just sort of belligerently like if we liked someone's art we would message them on, mm -hmm. on instagram on twitter i think we actually i think i think i uh messaged jim bartell and was like hey do you want to do this no. here's the page rate and she just like i mean i didn't get a response back and now that i know who people are I'm like, <laughs> yeah that's pretty obvious that she wouldn't respond to me sure um <laughs> But no, she she was very uh, Mary was really cordial and and uh, super excited to be involved in the project, uh, and has blown up in popularity since, and for good reason. Like holy mm -hmm. crap, look at her! I mean, art. the art in this book is absolutely Stunning. wonderful and amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and when you get into those bloody parts, my God, mm -hmm. yo! Oh, you yeah. guys definitely things get explode. into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, many things have been exploding, especially with this first issue. I mean, the second. Yeah. Issue chapter two, you know, apparently uh, his appearance is is the result of an explosion. If you will, <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, so many things are going on in this wonderful, wonderful book. Um, mm -hmm. So, is, is how many like issues you have planned out for this? Is this like an ongoing or yeah, you're going no, one we, by one? What's what we have, yeah, so we have between I think twelve and thirteen issues mm -hmm. kind of planned out right now with five or wow. six issues in the first arc. Really? Uh, so yeah, no, we we have uh, we have a plan for it and we have an idea of it, like if we want to keep doing it after that, mm -hmm. uh, we have an idea of where we want to take it. But, but we know that the story we want to tell is is around the like two arcs about uh, 12 or 13 issues. Oh, yeah. wow. Check that out. So talk mm -hmm. about this Kickstarter, man, because again, let me start bringing this baby up. Because things is going on, things are going on, folks. Mm -hmm. Where are you? At the stream. There you go. Do it sideways because people could appreciate this whole screen. So look at this. So with 29, folks, 29 days to go, they're already at over half the goal, a 2670 of $5,125. I you, just re I just redid the page. We're we're almost at uh, at three k now. Oh wait a minute! Uh, hey, let yeah. me do a quick refresh. I was gonna say I looked at that and I was like, Did hey! drop a yeah. "What is up?" Whoa, just in the time we've been this. on the show. Oh yeah, this is beautiful. So you almost mm -hmm. had three racks with a mm -hmm. five thousand gold, a hundred thirty one backers. So apparently the last couple have been made it rain on you guys. Yeah. You know as they should. Yeah, right. the uh, so, the averages so, have been pretty high actually for this yeah. particular. Uh, I want to know something this... though. I need to know yeah. why Frankenstein of all the characters. Why was there that appeal to you guys to build upon Mary Shelley's classic story? I, I mean, I think it was a lot of things happening simultaneously. Uh, we both 
but Dalton in particular, but both of us have a love for like that, those old universal horror movie monsters. Uh, and even the stuff after that, even like your young Frankensteins, your hammer films, mm -hmm. things like that. Just that, that crop of like Dracula, Frankenstein, phantom mummy, Wolfman. Like, Wolfman, like that whole crop of monsters is just so fun and interesting. Um, it also helps that they're the majority of them are, are, uh, what public, com domain. public domain so we can oh, use yeah. them yeah. uh without getting that helps. The, the pants suit <laughs> off of us yeah. yeah um but it's also like frankenstein in <clears throat> particular dalton has a wonderful way of explaining this like frankenstein is is of those universal horror monsters like the batman of it in that you can stick him in any context anywhere whether it's steampunk or, or futuristic or in space or whatever and it still feels distinctly like Frankenstein. Whereas if you did it with like Dracula or something. Dracula or the yeah. mummy, it, it, it would kind of take away from that character where Frankenstein always feels like Frankenstein. Um, and then, and then I just like, I love the novel. I, uh, I, I, horror in general is, is absolutely my jam, but uh, the novel has so many like latent themes that are, really like rich for exploring that in my opinion don't really get a get, get a fair rep on top of like the obvious stuff you know the uh the sort of scientific exploration that everyone talks about uh playing god that sort of whole uh uh you know uh yeah topic you know, of conversation I, that sums up i will say then, this though Dr. Frankenstein seems to have a one-up on God because, you know, we have a very much shorter lifespan than this motherfucker has. Yeah, no, no. Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein has aged flawlessly in this yeah. book. I don't I don't know what the rules for 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 Frankenstein aging are. I think I mean honestly. I, I don't think, think we have them. I think because he's already dead, or because he's dead and brought back to life, he doesn't really decompose anymore, uh, is sort of what we we've settled on. But but okay. no, just like there's so many interesting ideas about like masculine expectation and what uh you know what sort of the, this uh achieve anything by any uh by any means sort of mentality leads to uh both in victor and in the beast and uh and and the violent tendencies of the beast kind of get not underexplored in the novel by any means but but don't get discussed as much uh, so there was a lot of like fertile ground for storytelling there that we saw. And then just the image of, you know, Frankenstein with a sword in a post-apocalypse being all Conan the Barbarian, Mad Max, Fury <laughs> Road. It, just like that was too cool not to look at as, as a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so surprised that uh, nobody else has done Frankenstein via Conan before. Uh, it's It's right there. But no, I, I think I was, I had thought of using Frank in more of like a cosmic setting, like cosmic Frankenstein kind of zooming around with a sword and a ray gun in space and stuff. Uh, but then we were like, you know, it, yeah, something about that sword and then like the long hair and it, it all just kind of congealed into the, the barbarian fiction angle. And, you know, we still have ray guns and stuff all throughout it because it's a... 500 years in the, a bombed out future. So anything can happen. There are no rules. Uh, I don't know. Frank is just so Whoa. appealing. It's, you just it's blew great. my mind there. Because imagine this is the first take of humans to aliens. It is, you know, a space faring Frankenstein with a sword and laser gun. Like they would <laughs> never come to Earth. 
you know, we do mention in the opening crawl that he murdered the stars. So there's a very good option that there's a very oh. good possibility that there is nobody left to come to Earth. <laughs> that is that is that is open to interpretation for sure. <laughs> hey, bro, if Frank was out there and 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 he has this appetite for destruction, if you will, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I could believe that. You know, this is why we no longer have stars in the skies, or or they keep going out every night. You know. There was a star there last night. Oh man, I can't wait. So you know, again, the project is killing it. Look at this team. Look at these covers. How you look at this mm -hmm. cover? Holy yeah, shit. no, there's Ooh, it's Heather. it is. We we included a collector's tier where you get all three covers just because like, well, how do you choose? Honestly, mm -hmm. you can't. The first one is great. Kaylin Smith's cover, absolutely fantastic. Uh, lots of like great subtle storytelling in that cover uh i love how but, like distinctly not frankenstein it is while still being frankenstein like it's it's almost archie but yeah it, no the, I the, love the art style is <laughs> very like you know web comic almost yeah. like if frankenstein was a web comic but it works yo uh, well it kind of looks like your hairstyle did they caught you, know, you get reference <laughs> <from> you? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure she did we met in person at uh at uh what was it uh planet comic-con in kansas city Hey, somebody <laughs> met a, a, one of the other creators finally. Yay. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I can't no, believe it. No, she's, and I mean, she's a just such a, a bright person to be around. And it's it, her attitude, her, her work ethic is absolutely infectious. So, like, yeah. it, within five seconds of meeting her, I was like, I want to work with you. I want to, I want you to make a cover. I will say, just looking at this cover, very zombie Conan on this mother. Holy shit. Yeah. Smoke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely got that uh, that that great. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute! And what's yeah. popping off here? We got the bride sewing off some peaches. <laughs> yeah, no, we we wanted to you know uh, Kickstarter leans toward a very specific kind of demographic, and uh, you know, well, yeah. eventually you have to read the writing on the wall and say, give the people what they want. This is what the people wanted for sure uh oh, so let me yeah. I, I need to ask something so this is the bride of frankenstein and she's made mm -hmm. up of other people parts so where does her butt come from <laughs> that, that is it's a mystery when that's working episode they, they, they let me slice that bum now that you don't need it no more oh nah, and look I, at this yeah. okay go ahead Sorry. Oh no! I was gonna say, uh, you, there's a UK artist named Flops who who did that cover for us. He uh, really he he does like very pinup styles, and uh, apparently people have been asking him to do uh, to do nude stuff for a while, and so he was like, "Fine, I'll do it. Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the Fine. first one." If you, if you want to, you know, talk about some dead. This ass, is what the people you want. Know, you want to, who are we to? People yeah, want dead ass. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and let's talk about these wonderful so. tears too, folks. Because again, you know, as we're talking here, it three racks. Let's get it over three racks. Let's get it to four mm -hmm. fully funded right now. Oh, so look yeah. for the customer it. It is to participate. Ten dollars to pledge without a reward. You know, oh, that's just standard. Love that's... <laughs> yeah. That that's just like comics. they always throw that up like back it because you believe in a ten dollars. I don't know why, but uh digital copy five bucks because and some five... people don't want you know what it is some people are not allowed to, to, to build upon their collection you know true but that's why yeah, you that's have, that's why you other may notice something new on the shelf <laughs> exactly 
Like you don't know how much space is left on my hard drive. You better stop it. So for five bucks, <laughs> you could, you know, take some space on your hard drive. Right there, get Frank number two, digital only, high quality PDF. For seven dollars, yep. you could do the catch up and get issue one and two, both digital folks. All right. Seven bucks is a even better deal than what most things in comicsology are, let me tell you. Yep. No. And uh, what are you, the limited Ooh. number of those, and for a limited time, we're doing the yeah. uh, the early bird specials, twenty uh, percent off. So get it quick, get it in, get it fast. And look, this is the one for us print fans. I like to smell mm, yep. the ink. Mm-hmm. Eight bucks. You hear me? And you don't just get a physical. That way, you don't have to open up that bad boy, and you have your <laughs> choice of cover A or B. You know, you could get that bad boy, keep it in this plastic and put it away in your archives. And then you could read the digital copy for eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Who does I'd that? love for you to no. read the physical book, though, too. You know. Oh, no. Yeah. Open it up. Smell it. And, Comics are made everybody... to be held and read. And, and smell. Yes. Look, that ink is a drug. So I don't know. If, if I was to do a comic, I want the ink to smell like cannabis a little bit because I want to get to it. <laughs> I, might, I might give you the first listen for free because of the smell, you know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> I'm here for it. So look, look, 12 bucks over here, you got a physical catch-up. Wow, for 12 bucks, you get issues one and two fizzy. Then mm-hmm. you get one and two digi, all right? You know All it. the Frankenstein to go around, all right? Mm-hmm. And again, yep. all these folks will be available next year, 2023. All right, just just so you know. Again, and then you have the two tiers. You got the discounted tier, then you got the regular tier. Mm-hmm. Jump on that discount while it's available, folks. That early yeah. bird is oh yeah, is limited. Yep, Don't we're coming up around. on we're coming up on 24 hours. It expires at 72, so you got two more days to get oh. on it. Hurry up, folks. Hurry up. You heard? <laughs> this is a trending, trending book <laughs> on the socials, son. It is. Was, I mean, it, it, it's popping. It's popping. And, and then mm-hmm. for $20, you get the variant, the not safe for work variant. You get that, that, that booty cover, baby, as you can see right there. All right. Look at that <laughs> booty cover. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Heather, Heather Vaughn, our cover artist, has been calling it the official Frankenbutt cover. The Franken. Let me tell you, I'm starting to think she may be Latina because of the shape of it. I don't know. Just, yeah. You can call me Astrodamus. I'm Astrodamus, <laughs> apparently, right? That was a Latina named. <laughs> so, again, look, you got the early birth special for 24. You got the not safe for work cover. Uh, so, the, the 20, $24 cover. is the collector's tier. So, that's all yeah, three and, comics for 24. And, and, and it's mm-hmm. an early bird special, folks. Twenty-four bucks is issue two digi. You get the physical, you get the variant, and you got the not safe for work, the one that you're gonna need to hide from your kids. All right. <laughs> Unless you're and, just and a then, really cool parent. Hey, right, look, kiddo, look at these nargas. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but well, for twenty-four bucks, that's with a discount. Again, otherwise you're gonna pay thirty bucks, folks. So jump on that early bird while it's still available. Seventy-two hours of early bird you hear me you know it then we got this joint right here 40. oh you did oh my god no you guys did not do a 90s foil cover oh you oh, know yeah. we did we do it for every comment yep <laughs> uh, these guys are after my heart oh yeah yo let me tell you oh yeah go go get that foil wells <laughs> oh he's gonna get the foil 
it's, it's yeah, outside from, uh, the house. What is going on here? Oh snap! <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna have to put that on the big boy over here. Let me see that. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Oh yeah. Ooh. That is and super sexy. glossy pages. F man. Oh my god! Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I almost could see your reflection. Yeah, I almost saw myself. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Whoa! Mm-hmm. You Absolutely hear that? Beautiful. Look, look, folks, for fifty bucks. All right, check that out. Two copies of the Unconquered, a normal copy, whether A and B, it's your choice again. And then a copy of that foil cover, cover A only. All right, and for fifty bucks, you can't go wrong. Holy smokes! Then for a hundred. Holy shit! So you, get you, can get, you can get everything. You can get that foil uh-huh. cover for forty dollars in the first seventy-two yep. hours. Twenty percent off seventy-two yeah. hours, et cetera, et cetera. Look, 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 look folks! Yeah. Forty bucks. They ain't lying. We ain't well, lying to you. Lying. You better jump on this shit like white on rice, because otherwise you're gonna have to rump, jump on this hundred-dollar bad boy where you getting everything. Every damn thing. Every what? What the hell is Deathstalks the Damned? Uh, so Deathstalks the Damned is a tabletop RPG. It's a uh, it's a one shot uh, game that you can play with your friends uh, that takes place in the Frankenstein, the Unconquered Universe. Uh, you scaring me though. Wait a minute before you continue. <laughs> you said it, it's a one shot game. Are you telling yeah. me I may have to murder my my teammate? Uh Depends how your Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> campaigns normally go. Oh, oh, oh God. actually, it's not far. <laughs> there is a possibility that you murder a teammate. Yeah, but no, they, uh, <laughs> it's it's basically you and a group of people go off to scavenge. You come back and your village is destroyed, and the word on the street is that Frankenstein did it. So you gotta you gotta find help for your teammates, and you gotta hunt them down. And there, there's twists and turns along the way. There's mother. hard decisions to be made. It's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Uh, our friend Jacob Fleming made it for us. He's big on uh, tabletop. Tw- uh, tabletop Kickstarter uh, recently did a forty thousand oh, awesome. dollar campaign for one of his games. So yeah, no, he's what? he's he's the real deal for sure. Whoa, forty he's... racks! Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Yeah, no. And big, look at this, big, folks. Look at this, folks. For you guys that, that that have shops, you know, I think this is great for retailers and all. A back page mm-hmm. comic ad. And on you know top, it. excuse me, on top of that, you're getting the books. So not only an ad for a buck twenty-five of this very popular trending mm-hmm. book. You hear me? Do you see the ad possibility here, guys? Stop, stop, stop. Don't, don't play yourself. For a this trending, trending project on Twitter, you got to, yeah. You, gotta you know what I'm there. saying? You got to. This is the bargain, all right? So check it out. Buck 25, you get that ad. You get digital and physical copies. You got a variant. You get the not safe for work, including that wonderful ad. And then they even do go crazier. For 250, you get a commission and that iridescent mm-hmm. cover. Weapon. I mean, Mary Landro herself. Like, do we have a choice of the commission, or, or is it a free? Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, uh, you work with her to say, I, you know, I want this, uh, this character. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it is nice. black and white, single character, but she does some. It, honestly, I don't. A lot of times, I, I see her black and white work, and I'm like, do we want to color this? Can we do just a, 
uh, sort of black and white, uh, heavy metal sort of uh, I'm telling art you, Frankenstein yeah. the Uncolored, we need it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could do a whole art book, Frankenstein yeah. the Uncolored. Oh, and for I sure. Think you guys need to do that. Now you guys need to do that. You are manifesting. All right. And now what the heck do you mean by adopt the page for 275? Yeah, so we wanted to, uh, you know, give people the option to sort of own a piece of the book. Uh, obviously, everything is done digitally, so we don't have like the physical boards to send people. But we thought it would be a good idea to, like, for the price of a page, you can uh, you can adopt it. We put it in the book that says, "Hey, uh, this page was adopted by you know Almega," uh, oh, so everyone so everyone knows about it. And uh, we send you a one-of-a-kind uh, print of the page, 11 by 17, so you can hang it in your home and say, like, this is mine. I, you know, I, I, I bought this. Plus, we give you... Who uh, you know, we... adopt the highway? Adopt the comic mm -hmm. page, folks. That's Come what on. I'm saying. We're going to get uh, Sarah McLaughlin on to actually do one of those really sad commercials to get you to adopt the page. Just look at look at all these pages. Oh, man. Who, who Why not Sally Struthers? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are murdering me. I, I would love to see a commercial one day. This is why you need to fund this project. You need to feed these starving writers and artists. And you, I you're think like they're all like is hungry. That a, is that our next, I, I was going to say, trailer, right? I think you just gave us the idea for our next trailer. Yeah. <laughs> In the arms of hey. oh, that'll, that'll be great for Mechaton. <laughs> Yo, know, I, I, I need now I need to see this going on. You have things that are no longer available. Look at this, you know, what a tease. I gotta ask, this is the one thing I didn't see here. And I would okay. like to know why. Why is there no retail level? Don't you want to see this in the shops? Uh I would love to theoretically see it in the shop. Mm -hmm. Uh don't there... think we were that presumptuous yet. <laughs> um and if some shops want to to jump on, mm -hmm. certainly I would be I'd be happy to uh uh, so, to provide a deal for him. That said, really? uh, what what uh, what we learned from Mechaton is that uh, if, if if at some point you want to stick it, you want to get a publisher on board, uh, they really don't like you selling to shops because they want to sell to the shops. So ah. we haven't we haven't made a deal with Frankenstein yet. That is still uh, on the table, but uh, we wanted to keep that open just in case halfway through, you know, we wind up finding a, a home for it at a mm -hmm. uh, publisher. Um, we obviously we have also entertained the thought of just keeping it on Kickstarter forever. So who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we will. Uh, this will be at a that. publisher under the four color media, you know, like mm -hmm. sub brand right there. <laughs> so X and X presents four color. So talk about that too. What is four color? When did that even get birthed? That uh, is that got birthed right here. Yeah, no, that's so, us essentially. Yeah, okay. That's uh, it's a brain trust between the two of us uh, making. Uh, I mean, that that was what the we put the stamp on it. It's like this is what when Wells and I work together. That's the stamp is four mm -hmm. color. That's the name um, of that that exclusive club that is you know this yeah. writers club. Yeah, four yep. color yeah. media. Uh, Web so yeah, we uh we even had our own website for a while. Every every book came with a four color comic stamp on it, like the comics code. Nice. It was uh. That was really how we got off the the ground. We had a logo and everything, and uh, it served its purpose. Now, now it's mostly just a stamp to let you know that we're working together on it. But yeah, uh, but we four colors great. I, I've had a great time. Oh yeah, no, it's mm -hmm. it's it's still like yeah, it's just that sort of signification of like mm -hmm. this is this is a Dalton Shannon so, slash Wells Thompson production. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really an beautiful, actually like publishing beautiful. house, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean, that's exactly the words to use is yet because I think yeah, that you knows? guys are onto something very special. This Frankenstein, the unconquered. I mean, I could understand why it was trending on the social medias today. This is a fire book. You guys write so poetically. Oh, Honestly, thank you. Oh. I'm reading this and I was like eating it up. I'm like, yo, this is fire. <laughs> the the words, I mean, homie don't mm-hmm. really talk. So you kind of that you are that narrator telling us mm-hmm. the story. Wonderful effing job. I mean, what you guys do, what your artist does, your colorists, letterers, everything. I'm like, this is such a well put together book. Oh, yeah. I mean our team makes us look good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean the the I have to give full credit to yeah. to Mary and and Dahlia uh, and and Nathan and yeah. and especially yeah. and Heather Vaughn and yeah. and Brenda Snellby uh, who just I mean absolutely murdered yeah. the look of the book. It, it's it's such a beautiful thing to look at. Yeah, uh, that poetry you mentioned wouldn't be any good <laughs> if Nathan didn't make it look fantastic on yeah. the page. No oh well, wait a minute. Uh, you know the book is not just a regular old comic book. Because you put some pros behind that. Yeah. After the that, was a, yeah. that was a stretch goal for the last book. Was was uh, a prose short story in the back. Yes. Just a little extra taste of uh, of Frankenstein and. I was uh, smelling the environment. It didn't smell too great, but let me tell you, yeah. those words really knew how to make me feel and smell that environment. Mm-hmm. You guys are uh, masters of your craft. Well, thank you. Oh, that's that. that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Well, you said it yourself that when you guys were in school, you were you guys were basically a, a step above everybody else. Um, I could definitely his words, not mine. That. It's a test <laughs> his words. But well, but Wells is right though. I mean, reading what you guys have done with this, I have read you know current comics with certain writers. You know, I'm not gonna throw no one under the bus, but I'm like, shit. When are these guys gonna hire you? Because <laughs> it's like you guys are. Beasts, I'd like to know yo. that too. Flower is time, like I like to call this. Just want to say thank you as a comic book fan. Thank, okay. thank you so much thank for putting you. yourself well, out you. there. Thank you for sharing your yeah. story because it's been amazing. I, I, I dug the hell out of the book. I, I, this is a book that I want to reread again. It, it has that feel to it. Because you're like, yeah, I, I think I missed something that was going on in the artwork <laughs> or in the story. I mean, this is hella fun, hella crazy. Like I was telling you before, it's like, some space spaghetti western mashup with with horror all over it is just <laughs> holy fuck type For real <laughs> this is it was just fun it was this brings me back to what comic books should be it's just you know that fantasy that fun that that comic book violence you know again mm-hmm. you saw the picture with the wolf head i mean poor wolf but damn bro. <laughs> Oh, just wait until issue what? two. The Wolfman's in for a time. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh really? Oh man, he ain't no match for Frankie. Not this Frankie. This <laughs> poor Frankie. Larry. Yeah, poor this Larry. Frankie. <laughs> so, uh, before we go, just two more things, you know. Sure. And let's do it. Uh, the first thing is, will we see you guys at any comic book conventions, you know, for oh, the yeah. remainder of this year? This week. And where is actually. that? Oh, where? Oh, where are you yeah. guys going? Talk. Uh, I will be in uh, Milwaukee for uh, MightyCon Milwaukee. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll awesome. be a one-day event this Saturday. So if anybody's in the uh, Wisconsin area, come on down. I'll have copies of Frankenstein number one for you. Woo! Uh, you're going to uh, want that. 
You're going to mm-hmm. want that. Yeah. And I'll also have copies of Descent into Dread if you like those first appearances too, you know? Uh, so uh, yeah, come on out and uh, say hi and uh, support the Kickstarter. You know, uh, I don't think I've Absolutely. got any more conventions besides that one, but well, I have, uh, I will be in Clarksville, Tennessee on October 22nd, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah. Give me one second to look at the. He has to look yeah, at that'll, that'll be set. calendar. Saturday, October 27th, uh, 22nd. I'll also be in uh, uh, Bowling Green, uh, Kentucky in on October 8th for one day shows at both of those uh, venues. We might try and do something in, in November, December. Uh, it d- just depends on what's available and if we have the, uh, the time and energy to do it. But yeah. we're, we're already starting to look at uh, conventions for next year as well mm-hmm. uh, that we want to do. Uh, we're really finding a lot of success at like small to medium shows really mm-hmm. um so as much as we we love meeting fans at the really really large ones you know they do be expensive so we're we're, we're kind of oh, yeah. we're kind of seeing what's reasonable for us right now uh yeah but yeah you no, guys need are... to do a you guys need to do a gofundme to get you to one of the bigger cons <laughs> because people need to see you guys need to see this energy in person they need to see this book and smell the ink in person Absolutely. That's what no, I happen. can tell you 100% we will be at uh, St. Louis Fan Expo next year. Uh, we've already paid for the booth, so we're definitely going there. And then uh, Arkansas Comic Con. We are 100% going back to next year. Uh, no way we're missing that. That was our best show you ever. you got to start hitting the uh, East Coast and the West show Coast shows. You guys need to I don't, uh, whew, I don't know if we're going to be able to make it out to the West Coast, but we will make it out to the East Coast uh, mm-hmm. eventually, hopefully next year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll you guys start flying us out. We'll go. <laughs> the problem, yeah, that is really the problem is the flights. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. Hopefully, one day Comic Crusade could do that shit, and I would host you myself because this is so awesome. <laughs> oh. I believe in the project. So, last thing here is pieces of advice to any up and coming creators that have been in your shoes, you know, don't. prior. So, Dalton, I'll let you. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't compete with enough. me. I got enough competition. Don't do it. Uh. No, it's enough. No, it is enough uh. of of uh, a heartbreaker. Don't do it. But, no, uh, I, I no, don't do it. No, do it. you should absolutely jump head first in. Um, just be prepared to uh, uh, have something that you love uh, turn into uh, a job. Like it, it's something I wasn't expecting. Was like I just thought I would just get to to write and make comics all day, and this would be fun. But there's a lot of like back end stuff. There's a lot of. Uh, kind of navigating spheres that you're not used to. You got to learn new skill sets. Like yep. you don't know how marketing, to letter, learn layouts. how to letter, do yeah. some marketing, like figure out how to design. Like mm. there's a lot of just pure job in this environment that you sure. uh, need to be prepared to, to handle. And uh, as long as you uh, have like an open mind in regards to that, uh, that that's to meet that end goal of making the comics that you want to make, then I think you're going to do, do great. It's the, uh, it's the mindset of, I don't want to learn how to market on the internet. That is going to make you miserable. For sure. Which is, uh, I'm, I'm still having to learn how to do that. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's, uh, you know, especially, uh, especially when it comes to like writing comics and, and specifically writing and not drawing comics. Uh, I would say biggest piece of advice is uh, treat it like a business. Mm-hmm. Um, like go in with the mindset of like, I am starting a small business. I'm not expecting to break even for the three to five years. I, you know, I'm, I need to build up a product and audience, a base 
and uh and and literally learning how to do that like uh will save you a lot of grief uh down the road and also save you some money in terms of like uh if you're treating it like a business and actually like presenting it as a small business suddenly you have tax breaks suddenly you have you know things that will ease help ease you in and, and get you uh, uh more prepared for it yeah. but if you treat it like an elevated hobby you're going to get really burnt out really quickly you kind of have to uh approach it as you know i'm spending a lot of money here but it's going towards something and eventually i will get paid that money back yeah. Pay if your I, artists and take care of your team. Oh yeah, pay your artists, pay them well, pay them on time. Yeah. That is another. That is the other you biggest heard? piece of advice that I have. You heard. If you want the book to happen, <laughs> yeah, pay your team. There you go. Very mm -hmm. simple. I love it, guys. I appreciate you guys' time and energy today. Thank you. It's been great. I want everybody yeah. again check out this Kickstarter project right here. Frankenstein: The Unconquered. Mm -hmm. All right chapter two mm -hmm. you who get one and two and a whole bunch so mm -hmm. make it rain and support amazing independent <laughs> creators because these the guys are the future and please follow them at social you can follow dalton k shannon everywhere apparently at that handle and mm -hmm. then wells tomp and that's t-h-o-m-p on twitter mm -hmm. and you said there's other spots with different uh name so uh wellsthompson.com will get you or will is, is sort of a hub for for everything that i do okay. and then uh what uh if you go to kofi.com and look up my name wells thompson you can find me there i have a shop uh where you can buy all the books and you can buy me a cup of coffee if you so choose <laughs> uh can always use a cup of coffee um you other than drink that, it like I'm... me though if i buy you a <laughs> cup of coffee you're drinking it like me which is black no sugar i'll do that sure why not yeah it'll <laughs> be wide no, I, all night but he'll do it oh yeah no um i <laughs> i'm i'm really nowhere else uh important i mean i i have a very small presence on instagram but i i barely update it so not really worth talking about um mostly you'll find me on twitter mm -hmm. uh and I, the other place that is important to find us i would say is our newsletter uh easy to find just go to uh twitter and you will see a sign up for it uh in my uh bio but that is comics cats and cocktails where we talk about comic books foster cats cocktail recipes uh we shout out uh other people's uh projects and kickstarters and stuff like that we talk about books that we're reading uh give you Ooh. some exclusive sneak behind the scenes pages stuff. and behind the scenes stuff as well mm -hmm. for for what you want to see some frankenstein the uncolored that's where that's where, that's where you see it go. yeah absolutely Oh, you tease, yo! I'm gonna need to make, I need to get one of those uncolored pages. Let me tell you, because that art is adopt a page. It's pretty fire. It is adopt fire. a page. There you go, folks. Don't adopt a highway. Who needs a clean highway? Adopt this page. All right, you know what to do. And with that, I am Al Mega once again. I'm sure one last time. Follow Wells at Wells Tomp. That's T H O M P uh, on, on the Twitterverse. Dalton K Shannon. Everything's underneath, folks. All right, so you, you just click away make your life easier but most importantly is i need you guys to support this let's get this to five thousand, like by tonight so that way we can start unlocking oh, everything and they're going to be forced Hell yeah. to give us more extras they're going to be forced yes. to give us even crazier extras if you can see one of them you know cosplay as, as a frankenstein the unconquered and one of these guys is going to be cosplaying as the bride i don't know which who all depends who has a better bottom, apparently. Both of us are going to have to start doing crunches, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> squats, bro, squats. <laughs> All right, with that, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. 
you know, that outro tells you everything you guys got to do. All right. So I'm not going to be repetitious. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Much love. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 